Jail Pitts Needs Help is back, and I'm ready to do this. Welcome to White Boys Summer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, dude, I'm loud as shit in my headphones. Let me cut myself down here. Oh, man, it's White Boys Summer. You know, even though I talk white, I'll discontinue my normal white voice, <laughs> my normal voice in favor of a fucking Middle Eastern accent or something uh, as not to appropriate white boy culture. So... Here are the rules. Uh, if you're not white, no eating cheeses, uh, no making dream catchers, uh, no wearing salmon colored shorts and shoes uh, or with uh, sockless shoes. Um, general white boyery uh, is off limits, except for uh, if you're a white boy, if, if you're a white boy, do your thug fizzle. Do you know, real quick, this is episode 20. I took a break for a while because I was incorporating video. It's always some shit with me, right? I swear, I'm the most high-maintenance, annoying motherfucker, like, from the outside, I'm sure. Like, I got people writing me going, hey, when's uh, when's a podcast coming back? And it's always some shit. <sighs> but it's just, it's been a bullshit year all around. Well, it was. And I would like get going and then some shit would come up. But it's episode 20. I am excited to do this. So I was working on video. I was going to not was going to. So video still coming. I kind of didn't know how much went into making video happen. So like first I had to get the space. Then I had to um, figure out the microphone. Um, then I had to get a new laptop and then I got that laptop and figured out it wasn't good enough. I got a camera, hooked the camera up, was excited, found out the camera wasn't good enough. Then it's lighting and it's a, a bunch of other things that have to fall in place. But I figured instead of me sitting around or, you know, trying to just go into uh video instead of trying to push it, man, I'm, you know, it'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll pan out dude uh i wonder let me see if um i can pull up this chad hanks audio hold up hang tight for me real quick i gotta change something i fucked up let's see i should have done this before i started here we go advanced sound options all right where you at Oh, no, that's actually perfect. Okay, so Chet Hanks, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son, and people give him so much shit because he just has this personality like, I don't know, man. He's like a... <laughs> he's like a... <laughs> he's like a clean machine gun Kelly. He really is. Uh... Anyway, let me pull up this audio real quick. Let me give you all a little bit of this video. So this is Chad Hanks declaring a white boy summer. Uh, here we are. Oh, hey is it guys, not going to work? Um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man. 
um, that this summer is uh, it's about to be a white boy summer. <laughs> you know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know. He had to get Pacific. To make sure you fucking hillbillies aren't glomming onto his shit. You stick to your moonshine, your sister fucking, your toothlessness. This is a white boy summer for white boys with some semblance of not huffing glue. All right? He wants to make that distinction anyway. Me, John B, Jack Harlow type. John fucking B. Now, well, then again, he's... I, I don't know why I thought Chet Hanks was like, let's see, how old is Chet Hanks? Because John B is a is a 90s reference, dude. Let's see. So let's see. Chet Hanks. Age. <laughs> Uh, do yourself a favor and Google. If you know Chet Hanks, if you've heard of him, do yourself and just Google Chet Hanks. The image that comes up is so fucked. Oh, no. He looks like a yacht boy. Uh, Chet Hanks is 30, so that John B. Let me see. Yeah, maybe. Born in, what, 90, 91? Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, I thought Chet Hanks was a little bit younger. I thought he was like 25, but, you know. You know, black don't crack, so I couldn't tell. Uh, but yeah, so John B., who else did he say? Uh, Jack Harlow, who else? White boy summer, you know what I mean? Let me know if you guys uh, can vibe with that. And, uh, get ready, you know? What's up, love ones? So, yeah, that was the first video where he declared it a white boy summer. And then all the fucking, like, Twitter jumped on him. And then people try to say it was racist and all this dumb shit. But people jumped down his throat and then he fucking hopped on uh, and did a follow-up and pretty much shitted on him because I'm sure it's one of the most popular posts that he made directly. Wow, white boy summer going up. It's fantastic. I'd love to see it. Thanks for making that a thing. Uh, you know, they've been asking me, Chet, if it's going to be a white boy summer. <laughs> That's... That's how you fucking trip and fall carrying the oranges home and land on them and you make orange juice. He fucking made orange juice out of that trip. He said, thanks for making that a thing. People hate it so hard that it got popular. Thanks for making that a thing. Shit it on. Does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, uh, do you know me? Because if you did, you know that's all year round. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> You got to do yourself a favor. You have to pull this up on YouTube. Uh, Chet Hanks proclaims white boy summer is on the way. It's a title with a video, but dude, the fucking face that he makes. Let's rewind this a bit. Uh, you know, they've been asking me, Chet, if it's going to be a white boy summer, does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, uh, do you know me? Because if you did, you know that's all year round. <laughs> <laughs> The acting he did there is better than his father's entire career. And Tom Hanks is a great actor. He's good. Maybe great. But he's definitely good. But that little moment there, oh, man, do yourself a favor. Hold up. I, I, 
got so busy laughing that I forgot to watch for the timestamp here. Let me go. Uh, Back it up. Chet, if it's going to be a white boy summer, does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, uh, do you know me? Because if you did, you know that's all year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Start the clip at 47 seconds. Uh, Chet Hanks proclaims white boy summer is on the way. Started at 46 seconds. And at 50-51, that fucking face he makes is gold but uh yeah if you want to know more about the white boy summer hit the link in my bio and register for actors advantage my acting community i'm dropping where i'll be sharing all the game all the gems on how to get into the game and actually make a living from being a working actor yeah then he turns it into a promo that's pretty great um let's see i have to google real quick tom hanks has another son oh he has three sons jesus all right, so, yeah, people give Chet a tough time. And I think it's mostly due to Chet. He did this whole thing where he was talking, and it's, I don't know if it's a Caribbean accent, Jamaican accent. I don't, accent. I don't fucking know which one it was, but people got on him for doing that. I think that's, I think people think he's trying to be something he's not when he might just be fucking around, you know? And I know what that's like for people to look at you and, like, think you're trying to, like, dude, I, I talk like I talk. <laughs> I have the least quote unquote black voice you could ever find walking around the east side of Atlanta. But yeah, so I know what that's like for people to look at you and go, what the fuck? But I think he's just, I think he was just fucking around. Either way, people give him a lot of, a lot of shit, but it is insane how many shades of white there are in Tom Hanks's balls. Like if you just Google Tom Hanks, uh, Chet Hanks, uh, no, not Tom, Colin Hanks, uh, Chet Hanks, and then there's Truman Hanks, who I believe is the youngest, who looks a lot like Tom Hanks. Um, but they're all a different style of white boy. Like none of them, you, if they could stand in a room together and you would never guess that they're brothers, you just couldn't. Um, Colin Hanks is plays on one of my favorite shows by the way uh he didn't play did he played the one of the doomsday in fact he was spoiler alert the only doomsday killer uh in dexter but uh, if you've seen dexter and you know the episodes where there's an old guy edward james almost in fact <laughs> plays one of the killers and then his partner is that guy is Colin Hanks. So that's another one of Tom Hanks's son, but Colin Hanks, Chet Hanks, Truman Hanks, none of them look alike. It's crazy. Shout out to Tom Hanks's balls. Uh, let's see. What we got? Oh, actually we got uh, some news. Let's get cracking with the news. Oh, you want feelings? Well, I have something for that. You remember feelings, right? So, that is a news intro, by the way. Make me feel good, because this news is going to make you feel good. Uh, not the news itself, probably, sometimes, but just... Uh, the, the reception to it is pretty funny sometimes. So JetBlue, 
uh, yeah, this is not funny at all initially. JetBlue um, makes the first, uh, they're the first company to stop the suspension of donations to uh, politicians. You know, after the riots on January 6th, a lot of companies withdrew their donations to political, um, to politicians. Um, and what they were, what they wanted to do was a lot of them wanted to withdraw their donations from politicians who objected the election. Um, but they kind of had to do it universally so they don't get, you know, any backlashes. What I'm, I believe what it looked, that's what it looked like. Uh, but yeah, so JetBlue was the first company to stop uh, giving donations. Ah, shit. Hold on. Is my voice doubling? Is it doubling? No, it's not. Anyway. So, yeah. So, JetBlue was the first company to stop the suspension, and they started donating to some, I guess, whoever they were before, and one of those people was a senator or something who objected the election, and people make it, made a big thing about it. But if you consider that it's JetBlue, guess what? Nobody cares. I don't give a fuck, Keisha. Dude, it's JetBlue. Who gives a fuck, all right? Who the fuck flies JetBlue anyway? You don't need to boycott them just to get them to go away. They're going to go away anyway. They're going to get the fuck out of here anyway. It's JetBlue. Boycotting JetBlue is like turning away... Uh, <laughs> Boycott JetBlue is like turning away real life black people at Cracker Barrel, dude. You needn't. We're not going any fucking way. Fucking JetBlue. They pro they probably just needed somebody to help bail them out. I don't know. Maybe that's why they stopped the suspension, man. Uh, look. Let me tell you, boycott people. All right. The left is already on board. You know, they're all in for canceling shit. Only thing you need right now is to convince the right wing that JetBlue is bringing the legals across the border. And bada bingsk. You got what you wanted. JetBlue is canceled. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, dude. So people are boycotting JetBlue. JetBlue's canceled temporarily. We know how that goes. And that's your news. Fucking informative, hard-hitting journalism, real shit. I'm the Tupac of news. Fuck, that was good. Oh, getting my uh, my Chris Hansen on there. Hard-hitting journalism and shit. Uh, you know, while I'm on the topic of foreigners, uh. You know, because I said JetBlue was bringing illegals and that would get the Republicans on board. Um, people talking to foreigners in their for in a foreign English accent is weird, dude. I've been meaning to bring this up for a while, but this is the perfect opportunity. I never really had a segue into it because it's always been just some out there shit that was far away from other topics. But we're here, babies. Dude, people who talk to foreigners in their foreign English accent, you know what I mean? Like. I know what I'm about to say. One day somebody's going to pull it up on the internet and they're going to be like, oh, Giles canceled because he did a dot, dot, dot accent. 
They're going to remove the context and it's just going to be going, me Chinese, me sing song. And I'm fucked. I'm fucked. But <laughs> listen, I have to do this because I have to explain to you what I mean. Because if I just say what I said, then you're not going to know what I said meant. You're not going to be able to follow it. You're going to be like, what the fuck is he saying? I'm going to be like, oh, this is what I meant. And then I'm going to pussyfoot around it the whole time to try and not get canceled. And nobody's going to understand. So I'm going to do it, baby. Um, so when people go like, if you're out in public and you see a Hispanic guy and you go like, Hey, uh, you know, where's the bus? And then a Hispanic guy answers you, but you don't ask where's the bus like that. You go, my friend, where, where the bus, my friend, where the bus, dude, are you fucking, you got rocks for brains? Dude, just talk to him like you talk. Like, imagine how fucked accents would be if we all just talked in accents every time a foreigner came around. Like, they had no barely any English. Dude, just talk how you talk. That's how you, people learn the language. You think they're talking in accents on purpose? Like, Mexicans just wake up like, what am I going to do today? I'm going to ask someone, where's the restroom in broken English? Hmm. I think I'll just speak broken English for the shits and giggles of it. No, dude. That's not how it fucking works. Dude, that shit is so dumb when people ask, when people do that to uh, foreigners. Like, imagine you go to Mexico, right? And you ask a farmer for direction, and he goes like, so you're going to go to the left and you're going to like make a right. And the whole other time you speak in a, in a Spanish accent, you would be like, what the fuck? Well, guess what, bud? They're what the fuck in you? Because you're going, my friend, you make a left. You go there, my friend. And it's good, my friend. You take there, you make left. You taco burrito and you make left. Do you want a sour cream with that? You make a left. Do you want a guacamole with that? Do you make a left? My friend, listen, I just explained to you where to go. What? I'm not talking in accent. Do you make a left? Do you make a right? And then you chicken, tomato, beef, taco. You fucking dum-dums. No, for real. I don't know if that's like sympathy gone wild that people do that. I don't, I don't know what part of the brain makes people talk to... Oh, great. I forgot to mute my phone. Beautiful. B-E-A. Beautiful. But yeah, that's just a weird thing for people to do. Speaking of Mexico, dude, did you see Alex Jones's latest uh, <laughs> hoax? <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. I'm going to pull up. Let me see if the audio will do it any justice. If the audio does not do it justice, um, then, <laughs> yes, here it is. If the audio doesn't do it justice, I'll post up a link on my, dude, I got to start using some social media eventually, right? Like, I, my shit's just tapered off the more busy I've gotten. Um, Control completely washes their hands of them. So, the way this video starts, because the audio is not going to, of course, ca capture the whole thing, is Alex Jones is out shooting some B-reel for some shit, or A-reel, or who gives a fuck reel. 
Um, he's recording a reel for something. I don't know what. And the camera pans around to see this car. Uh, let me. I don't want to ruin it, but the camera pans around to see this car loading kids in the back, like in a hatch of the car. And Alex Jones runs in front of the car to stop it forcibly. So here you go. If they test negative, they're marched right down the street to the Catholic charity. From there, they're given clothes, food, uh, financial assistance. The debit cards that they have have over $1,200 per person on them. They're then taken to the McAllen. You got a car seat for them? You got a car seat? That's illegal, bro. Where are you taking these kids? That's illegal. You get in a traffic accident. So they approach the car, and there's like 30 and a half kids in the back of this car. It's like a little, you know, those Suzuki uh, SUVs thing. It's kind of like that. It's not a big SUV, but there are probably like six, seven kids in the back of this car. my god okay when i break this down you'll understand why i'm laughing uh you gotta see the video i'm gonna post the video either way are you taking you're children? smuggling children are you, part you of gotta be legally in that vehicle so the guy who's loading the kids in the car is in he's got a blue uh long sleeve t-shirt on and the back of his t-shirt says staff and uh staff of what who fucking knows and then he's got this little logo on the side of the car door the driver's side door it's like a sticker but uh, i don't know if they're trying to say i don't i don't know if they dress the car up to make it look official clearly this is bullshit by the way but it's a little sticker it looks like the little air freshener that do you remember the tree air fresheners that you dangle from your rear view mirror in your car excuse me um it's that it looks just like that. I don't know if it is that. But so, yeah, so Alex Jones comes out of nowhere and is physically blocking a car. You're not a part of this organization? Who are you? Where are you we taking know you're these kids? Smuggling these kids? Where now are you, you taking these in kids? In the back of there without children Where are seats? you taking these kids? Sir, identify This is the massive are. smuggling. This is uh, literally human smuggling. These are uh, children. Where are you taking these kids? And now, sir, they where are you taking the these kids? They don't even have car seats. Sir, they their seatbelts on. Their seatbelts aren't even on. They where are you taking these? There are one, two, three, yeah, <clears throat> maybe five, but it looks like it could be six from this angle. If you look at the people in this car, these kids, none of them look like they speak English. I'm not even joking. I know that sounds funny to say, but the way they're not reacting to what's being said, it looks like they don't understand what. They're what Alex Jones and his cuck boy are yelling at him. Children, oh, sir, identify yourself. Who are you? Don't fucking hit me. I'll tell you right fucking Who do you work for? Are you a part of this organization? No, sir. I don't know. So you don't know where these kids are going? They're going to check the COVID over there. No, no, they, they came from over there. They're not being checked for COVID. Anyway, <clears throat> I can't take much more of his fucking video, but here's why this video is hilarious. Number one, 
how is it that you're out there as Alex Jones, you're with a film crew documenting something, and some guy is just behind you, knowing your cameras are there and everything, just chucking kids in the back of this fucking SUV. No way, Jose. That sounds like, you know what? Bullshit. But so Alex there, Alex Alex Jones is there. He's shooting something with cameras out. This guy's loading kids in the back of his car, and you just happen to catch it. And your sound guy just happens to be right over there on the job. That wouldn't cause a little bit of confusion, you know? Also, dude, listen, you're Alex Jones. Picture this, POV. You're Alex Jones. You're 6'12". You're fucking 399 pounds. You're jacked, fucking shredded to the gills. And this guy, this Hispanic dude, he's probably five foot two, 92 pounds soaking wet with cinder blocks tied to his feet. You're not fucking ripping him out with your pinky, just yanking him out the car if you see him trying to smuggle kids. Come on, dude. You're Alex fucking Jones. Look, any human being with a brain, as long as you, well, I don't know me personally, but if I saw that there were six kids being stuffed, mind you, these kids were willingly climbing into the car. I'm not saying that that means anything per se. I'm just saying the optics on it don't really scream I'm being smuggled. Like these kids didn't, people have a look when they're in danger. These kids just look like they're getting picked up and dropped off. You'd have to watch the video and understand what I'm getting at there, but clearly they're not in danger. Um, So me personally, if I saw something like that and there was a bit of danger there and something was not right, dude, I'm fucking throwing you to the ground. Not, and I'm not saying, you know, that sounds like machismo, but what I'm saying is if I saw five, six kids being shoved into a car unwillingly I would step in do something dude because if you don't fucking yank the guy out the car and restrain him who knows where those kids end up and you're Alex Jones you're for real you're supposed to give such a shit about secret organizations and uh you know uh illegal immigrants and all this shit but so if you saw that you're yanking him out the car long story short so clearly this is something that stage dude <clears throat> Excuse me. I got to take a drink of water here. <sighs> By the way, look at the car the the fucking guys driving too. Like, look, dude. You're going to take kids? Get an ice cream truck. Act like a fucking professional. This dude's pulled up in a fucking in a Kia Sportage or some shit like that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, get you a fucking ice cream truck. Change all the prices to free. And then when the little kitties pull up, you chuck them in the truck, you pull off. You're out of there. You're in, you're out. Bada binks, bada boomsk. You know? But this dude pulls up in a fucking Kia Sorento. No, no, a Kia Sportage. <laughs> this dude pulls up in a Kia Sportage, man. Oh, God. Dude. There's a, so there's a, number one, and and there's a huge ass window in the back, by the way. Like, it's a fucking hatchback. So, (laughs) if you're going to smuggle kids, wouldn't you want them to not be visible? Like, dude, be more believable, you know? 
like there's a huge window in the back. You can see in, you know, that's like jerking off with your back to a wall while you're standing downtown and looking to the left and the right, making sure you're not getting seen. Dude, your back's to the wall. Your dick's facing forward, bud. So there's this huge fucking window in the kids are just going to bounce all around because none of them are in a car seat. So he's going to get pulled over immediately. So if this guy were a smuggler, he'd be the world's worst smuggler or the world's best smuggler because those kids would all have concussions by the time the cops pulls you over and they'd be like, hey, who are you? Do you belong to this guy? And they'd be like, me, 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 no, 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 me, 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 no, 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 no. And they'd be trying to say me, I don't know. They'd be like, me, 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 no, 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 me, 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 because they'd be fucked because they've been bouncing around all inside the car. Dude, I don't understand people who believe in anything or believe anything Alex Jones does. Like, he got one thing right out of 70 fucking million, which was like that there's a secret society of, uh, it's called something Grove, I've forgotten by this point. Uh, But dude, look, a broken clock is right twice a day, okay? Doesn't mean that's the clock you want to use. But imagine being so 12 years old that you believe Alex Jones. Imagine being that 12. You know? <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Dude, come on. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, you know what? This is something I saw earlier in the week. Hey, let me ask you a question. Like, let me ask you a real question. Why didn't anyone tell me the CW is making a live-action Powerpuff Girls? Dude, what? The CW? Huh? You thought I was excited. <laughs> no. The CW always giving you shit you didn't ask for. Dude, the CW is remaking Powerpuff Girls. Like, how much stimulus money did they get to stick around? How are they still in business, dude? I thought they were done after Smallville. Was it Smallville? Yeah, Smallville, dude. That was back in the Disney, as they say. But yeah, dude, I thought that CW was gone. I remember watching Smallville on it, and then it was nothing. Uh, I can't even remember a show that came on CW after that, but I do remember that was like when TBS was doing the whole Superstation bit. But yeah, CW, I can't even remember when I came around. But so... They're doing the Powerpuff Girls, and just like everything else, their fucking budget is like 64 cent, an avocado, and a Radio Shack membership card. That's it. That's the deal, dude. If they're going to make it, honestly, though, like I'm talking so much shit about it, but they better not make it good. They better fucking make it terrible. I don't like, listen, I don't like my content to age poorly, all right? And I know that if they make it good, that I'm going to, pull this up one day or somebody's going to pull this up one day and they're going to be like, oh, you were wrong. You know, it turned out to be fucking lit and I'm going to feel like a dumbass. So I need it to be shitty. All right. So CW, do it bad like you do everything else and make it awful and barely watchable. Weren't they the ones that did that fucking the black superhero? Who was? Let me see. I'm going to get shit on on Twitter for not knowing the uh I keep talking shit like I'm famous. I'm I'm just talking shit. Uh but um I'm gonna get shit on for reals for not knowing 
the superhero's name. Black Lightning. But yeah, that was them. And I'm sorry, dude, but Black Lightning was not good at all. Yeah, that was them. Black Lightning. But yeah, dude, just make it bad, all right? What? <laughs> uh, dude, I write notes sometimes. Like, I don't know who I'm writing them to, but I wrote a note <laughs> about the Powerpuff Girls. And <laughs> it goes... <laughs> Cumin deal. <coughs> a cumin deal. I can't believe this is real. These are the ingredients to create a flop. God, dude, that was so hilarious to me. Um, let me be nice, though. I literally wrote cumin deal. I can't believe this is real. Oh, that was a Facebook post. I'm like, why would I write this? Oh, that's great. Anyway, dude, um, have you guys ever seen the Amazon Go stores? Amazon, Amazon Go is like, a, so it's a store with no staff, essentially. I think maybe there's one person that works there. I remember watching a video, and this was like popping on Twitter uh, a couple of days ago. Um, but it is, I think there was one person in the store, and I don't know if that was like a security guard or what the fuck ever, but... So you walk in a store, you scan your membership card to get in the store, and then you shop from like these displays. And I guess you, you know, if you got, you got to have money in your Amazon account. And in order to leave the store, you have to swipe your card and it takes the money off your card and then you leave. But I don't know. To me, that just feels fucked up and impersonal. It's like when you go into, the Walmart, what is it, Market, Family Market, what is it called? The Walmart Market, what are those shits called? But the Walmart Market, whatever that's called, it's not the real big Walmart. It's basically just food and household items, small stuff. But you walk in there and there's like one person working register and a kangaroo working at the uh, customer service desk. And everything else is automated. You just check yourself out. You know, the place where everybody fucking steals from but it's mostly not people that work there in the store and you check yourself out and it's, it's just i don't know it feels fucked up like some people like that shit though and you know what i don't like it i don't like flavorless things so guess what amazon go just not my thug fizzle you know i don't know i can't fuck with it oh 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 speaking of flavorless i had to get that out of my body because i fucking loathe this place i'm about to about to bring up dude i went to east atlanta village and dude like when i first came to georgia east atlanta was fucked up it was the ghetto i mean look if you need any more evidence that east atlanta village wasn't somewhere you wanted to fuck about in. Just think Gucci Mane. All right. Uh, <laughs> so East Atlanta Village, dude, is a fucking 
Like, I found more flavor in zebra gum after five chews. Remember zebra gum back in the day, the gum where you chew it once and it turns into paper? Yeah. Still more flavor than East Atlanta Village. Dude, that fucking place, it has no personality. Like, college kids come in and they came in and gentrified the place and replaced all the barbershops with gluten-free bow and arrow shops that don't sell bows. You go in those places and it's a dog in a fashion turban selling Trivago discounts for flights to Guam. No joke. That place has zero. I hate that fucking place. Dude, if shit doesn't work out between us and China, I said this before, look, I'm all down for signing East Atlanta Village up for the first place to nuke. All right? I don't give a shit. Look, I don't care if we if we got to go down with it. Cool. Take Amazon Go with us, too, while you're at it. Fuck those two places, all right? Not a huge fan of the uh, East Atlanta Village, man. It's not my thug thizzle. Uh, oh, real quick, dude. Does anyone want to explain why the New York Post felt it necessary the day before DMX passed? Uh why they felt it necessary to publish an article listing the homes DMX lost after he over uh, uh uh before no excuse me they before he passed they made a list of the homes he lost throughout his career talk about parasites dude like that's the thing that gets me about some of these like I, I, maybe I'm old school you know maybe it's a hindrance to me but I just can't I don't understand. I, I understand. I couldn't be a person that just uses other people and uses people anger for people's anger for clout. Like literally all they knew is that was that he was trending. Probably no one there even listened to DMX ever. They just saw that he was trending, so they capitalized. No thought to if they were doing the wrong thing at all. Like I I, I don't know, man. That makes no sense to me, but I hope they get dragged. And I'm so look, I'm not about like, I don't like doxing doxing people is, is dangerous to me, but I did like that. They managed to that, that the, uh, I think the New York post pulled it down, but then people went and found it from the archives and posted the, the writer's name. I think that shit is important dude, Cause that was fucking reckless in and if she just so happens to get harassed online for a little bit, cool, you know, to an extent. You know, maybe, you know, put a banana in her tailpipe. Fuck, that sounded like sex. Um, moving along. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Don't look. I think I'm uh, pretty close to the full show mark here. Uh, before I get out of here, um, Anyone want to tell me where this what's your love language shit came from? Imagine being so 12, so 12 years old that you think to ask that question for reals, like in real life. Like the typing in the internet is one thing. Like if you're just fucking around like, hey, what's your love language? LOLs, cool. But if we go out on a date and you ask me what my fucking love language is, oh, I'm going to lose my shit, babies. 
If you ask me, and you know it's coming, if you ask me, hey, Jael, what is your love language? I'm going to look you in your eyes. I'm going to lounge back in my chair. I'm going to raise one eyebrow as to indicate interest. And I'm going to lean forward, shoulders forward. I'm going to stick my face in your face, and I'm going to go, fuck yourself. For reals, dude. Like, I get what people are asking when they ask what's your love language. But, dude, I don't fucks with buzzwords. I don't fucks with that shit. Look, I fucking one time I started saying lit to joke around as a kid. Look. As a kid, look, you know how when you were a kid and you would flip your fucking eye, this is for 90s kids, by the way, you know when you were a kid and you flip your eyelids and adults would go, don't do that, it's going to get stuck like that, like that's how buzzwords are when you're fucking around, because I fucked around with the word lit in 2014 or whatever the fuck that shit was, piss up in, in the scrizzies, and I started saying lit all the time as a joke, and guess what, I flipped the eyelid and it got stuck. I was saying lit all the time. So buzzwords can go for reals. So I got stuck saying lit and I'll be damned if I'm going to get stuck fucking around going, hey, what's your love language? And I just walk up to a guy on a fucking coming off a subway and I'm like, hey, bro, you need a ride? By the way, what's your love language? And I'm saying it to everybody. Like, again, I get it. All right. You know, I talk, I talk shit about that. I just hate, it just, it just sounds so 20 year old. Like, like somebody just said it and they were like, oh, that mine, me forever. It's mine. Like, I get what you're trying to say. You know, how do you like to be loved? But hey, just ask me that, you know, do English, do an English on me, bro. And I talk shit, but there's actually somebody I met recently who, when they say it, it, it doesn't bother me for some reason. I guess it's just like you put up with people's shit because you like them. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to go down so poorly because she 100% listens to the podcast, which is great. Uh, so now I actually, because of her, I like the saying, but who knows? Maybe like one day, 40 years from now, we'll get divorced and then I'll fucking hate it and I'll be a fucking hypocrite and it'll be her fault. Go! fuck yourself. All right. I'm going to uh, get the fuck out of here. Videos coming soon. Maybe, or maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? But in the meanwhile, follow me on Twitter, follow me on, you know, everything because social media and whatever. Um, Jile Pitts on everything. J-A-E-L-L-E-P-I-T-T-S. You already know. Later. Later.